What up, girl? Welcome to episode number 110. Today, I have a very special guest, Rebecca Biggie from Confidently She Podcast. And Rebecca and I are digging into letting go of that societal definition of perfection and stepping into God's definition of beauty and worth. And I'm so excited to talk to her because she is just another woman of faith. And I love being able to collaborate with other women of God. You guys are going to really, really love this episode. Before we dig in, let me read you the review of the week. This is a five-star review left over on iTunes by Ashley KL1. I just listened to episode 67 today. I love your content and honesty. I was having similar struggles and listening to you talk about working through and overcoming obstacles in life. I can totally relate and connect. Thank you. Thanks, Ashley. And girlfriend, have you shared this podcast over into your Instagram stories? Take a quick screenshot and put it up in your stories. Tag me and I will share your share on my platform. Thank you so much for the love. It helps us spread our mission and impact more girls just like us running businesses, being mamas and stepping into their truth. And sis, have you claimed all your freebies yet? Have ya? I have free webinars for you. I have a free complete training on growing your following. I have so many things that can help you excel in your life and business. All you got to do is become a success with Stephanie insider. Head over to 30 growth hacks, the number three zero 30 growth hacks.gr8, the number eight.com. 30 growth hacks.gr8.com and claim all your free stuff. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yes, we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I help Christian mompreneurs just like you transform their mindset and businesses into fulfilling, incredible, world-changing missions here on earth. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Oh my goodness, ladies, you heard all about the amazing Rebecca in the intro, and I'm super happy to be sitting here across from her, kind of, at 5.30 in the morning on this beautiful day. (laughs) Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be on the show. Well, welcome. Rebecca and I were just talking off air about how I'm drinking iced coffee, and she's obsessed with hot coffee, and so strange like how you have like your own taste in coffee. (laughs) Yeah. And especially like, I think that what your coffee drink is says so much about your personality, whether or not you're a person of habit or a person of like, go with the flow. Like I always order the same thing, no matter what the temperature is outside. If I'm at Starbucks, I get a soy chai latte with no water. And like, that's what I get no matter what. So that's like so telling of my personality, I think. (laughs) A little spicy thing, you. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> and it's always the same thing. So yeah. Chai. I haven't had a chai in a minute. Like that sounds really good. Oh, it's so good. But I usually, so I'm always like on the hunt for a really good chai, but honestly, this might sound like bad, but Starbucks has like the best chai. I don't know. I I really like it. It's not like too spicy. I don't know. I think I just love consistency and that's same. That's why I love Starbucks. I like Starbucks too. So I didn't know about y'all. I'm not, I'm a fan. I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. It's like, maybe that makes me basic, but I don't care. Well, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to talk to you this morning. You know, I just dig your podcast and your mission. And I think let's um, have you start by kind of sharing with the community and the girls who you are. Like, tell us your story. How did you start your podcast and your mission? And tell us all the things, Rebecca. Yes. Okay. So officially, my name is Rebecca Biggie, and I am all about body confidence and finding your identity first and foremost in who God says you are, rather than all the conflicting, confusing messages that the world tells you you should be as a woman. And the reason I started my podcast, Confidently She, is because a few years ago, I just realized all the lies that I had been living by and all these idols I had been chasing to try and make myself feel like I was worthy and I was good enough, I guess, to deserve love and respect and success, you know, whatever that means. (laughs) And so a few years ago, I got out of a toxic relationship. And until that point, I always thought that I was a pretty confident person. Like people would tell me that I'm attractive. You know, they'd be like, Oh, you're so pretty, whatever. Oh, you're so smart. Like I was a really good student, always did well when I put my mind to something, but no matter what happened, I was always kind of left at the end of the day. Like, was this really, is this really it? Yeah. Like, yes, I did the thing. I did the goal. Like I accomplished my goals, but it just didn't satisfy the way that I expected it to. And this toxic relationship really tore down my sense of self-worth. It made me realize that confidence is not a personality trait that people are born with. It is a practice. Mm -hmm. And if you get out of that practice and you start listening to lies that other people are going to tell you about your worth and and who you are and and your value, you start to lose that confidence. And, And I got out of that relationship and I was like, I didn't even recognize my own thoughts that I was having. I'm like, this is not how Rebecca thinks of herself. Like, why are you doubting everything? Like, why are you so insecure that you can't even bear to be in the same room as a a good looking woman because you're criticizing yourself on the inside? Like, that's not who you used to be. So I had to take stock of exactly what happened to me over those It was only like an eight month relationship, but man, he did a number on me in those eight months. And I realized I had lost my confidence. I was putting my confidence and my identity in who this guy said I was instead of who I really was. And so that journey of getting back to, okay, who am I? It's not what this guy says. It's not even what I say. And I think that's where the world gets it wrong. We hear messages like, you know, you are enough. 
Yeah. Okay, great. But like, according to who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just me, I get, I get to say I'm enough. Like that just doesn't seem right. You know, like I don't yeah. think I'm a credible source to just give myself birth, you know, like it's a little weird. So I looked to what I knew was true, which was the Bible. Mm-hmm. I looked to God's word and I was like, all right, like he made me. So what does he say of me? And that process of rebuilding my identity on solid ground, something that is not going to change with the wind, something that's not going to go away during a breakup or if you get fired or you lose your job or, or something terrible happens in the world, like your identity can't be shaken. So I went through this whole process of like rebuilding my confidence and really around my body image because uh-huh. He just, I mean, he was a piece of work, so he was not a good, good person, (laughs) at least to me during that time. And so he would always like compare me to other women. And like, I felt so insecure because I was always like, oh, he probably thinks like this girl is more attractive than me. And maybe if I change a certain part of me, he will love me more. And it was always very focused on my body. And it's like, I have a nice body. Like I do so like looking back, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, how did I fall for that? Like, but he just he told me all these things that it was yeah, it was not a good time. But it made me realize the one of the biggest lies that we are told as women is that in order to like your body, you have to change certain parts of it. Right. And you have to look a certain way in order to like it. And the way I figured out that that was a lie is because my body did not change whatsoever between the time I entered that relationship to when I got out of it to when I rebuilt my confidence. Like my body was always the same. It was, what am I believing about my body? And how much of my self-worth am I putting in whether or not my stomach has like a roll when I slouch over? Exactly. You know, like how much mental energy am I putting into this? And that's where it really all started. And I was like, wow, I don't have to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on these different skin treatments to feel good in my body. Like I can just practice feeling good in my body. Like yeah, <laughs> it was like this huge realization. And so I did all of this and then worked through that. And I realized, you know, I think I probably did something pretty cool there. I want to do a podcast mainly, and this is probably like weird to think about, but this is just how my brain works. I'm like, I want to do a podcast and get this message out there for like my future daughters. If I ever have daughters someday, like I want to make sure that this message is available for them to hear if they, if like I die somehow and, and they don't get to tell them this, like when they're <laughs> Like, you know, like morbid Rebecca thinking like, yeah. if I have kids and then I die, I want to make sure that I can speak to them from beyond the grave. I'm like, from my podcast. From my podcast. <laughs> I from love when that. I was 26. I love that. <laughs> uh, how long have you been podcasting? Sorry to interrupt you. Like, you just have to know. No. Because- so I started it on my, hold on, 25th birthday. So it would have been November 6th of 2017. And then when did you get out of that relationship? Was it like just prior to that? So it was a year before that. So 2014, spring of 2014, ended the relationship. And then, oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh my goodness, Rebecca. That was like three years. Three years. 2014 to 2017. (laughs) Yeah, three years. (laughs) Just one year. (laughs) 
You're like, wait, I didn't just get rid of that guy. So funny because I have such a similar story to that when I was Mm. roughly the same age range. I was dating this guy and um, we actually ended up getting engaged and he was same Mm. thing. It was the comparison that you're not worthy. And I got breast implants because I thought this will make him love me. Right. Like, and he, you know, he, and I would have never been good enough, like similar to what you went through. So it's so interesting. And I, the reason I asked the time is it took me, I feel like almost every dark moment or like this worth that you're worth seeking, it took me about a year of healing. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. because the women listening, I want you to take them through that healing journey. Like they're in that moment Mm -hmm. right now where they look in the mirror and they're like, and I've gone through this like multiple times in my not- life. It's not just once I walked the mirror. It's like you re-find yourself there sometimes and you've fallen back. How do you yes. feel and how do you dig into God's word to pull out the fuel you need to like grasp that new confident identity? Because it sounds great, but like how yep. do you do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, I actually have my Bible with me and I tried to find some verses that can be a good starting point, but really what it is, I think that a lot of times we put a pressure on ourselves to feel okay and to think positive thoughts and whatever. And it's like, there's pain that has a purpose and then there's just surface level suffering. So walking by the mirror and looking at yourself and going, oh, I need to get you know, I need to get my hair done. I need to, you know, fix this, this thing about, oh, and now I've got wrinkles or, oh, this part of my butt looks weird. You know, like the the (laughs) comparison and the criticism thoughts as you walk by the mirror, like that's surface level suffering because you're feeling like crap, but you're not doing anything about it. And just like thinking positively and being like, I'm enough just the way I am and walking away. Like that's not totally helpful because you need to address that the wound is there mm-hmm. and that the wound matters before you can start healing it. So what I did was start by saying like, okay, these are all the things that I am believing about myself. Like you need to get real with yourself and get honest. Okay. This, let's say you're going through a breakup or you're in the relationship and this guy is saying all these things about you, you know, saying that if you had bigger boobs, he would be more attracted to you. Like I'm believing that I'm not enough the way I am, the way that I was created by God. I am feeling like that is not good enough. Right. And then, I mean, ask God to come into that with you and be like, what? show me truth. Like I can point to verses that helped me, but this is a you and God thing. Like he wants to heal that for you. And the only way to do that is by acknowledging that it's real, that it matters. This stuff matters so much. Like it's not just some, oh, I'm a woman and I'm insecure. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like this influences every other part of your life and it distracts you from really fulfilling the purpose that you're meant to do on this earth. And so this is not some small issue that can be pushed aside. So take the time, like sit down for 30 minutes, an hour and take like an inventory of all the negative thoughts and beliefs that you're having, not in a way to like make yourself feel bad, but in a way that's like, okay, this is really what's going on. And I need to, this is my starting point. And then where did these beliefs come from? Because if you have negative beliefs about yourself, it did not come from God. 
it did not come from you. It came from some negative voice in your life. Right. And so then you map that back. Okay. When was the first time? Okay. So we'll use your breast implants story as an example. Yeah. When was the first time I felt like my boobs were too small because I felt that way. I have very, I'm a small chested lady and, <laughs> and I felt like that. I was like, man, I'm not feminine because I don't have big boobs. And it's yeah. like, whoa, hold on. That's the belief that I've been carrying around. Where did that come from? Yeah. And I can tell you exactly when that guy I was dating was like, oh, I think you'd be more, cause I have a big old booty and it's awesome. And I love it now, but back in the mm-hmm. day, you know, it was, oh, you're not balanced. You know, you're not proportionate. And so that's where mm-hmm. that limiting belief came in of like, oh, proportion equals worth. And that's where mm-hmm. that whole spiral started. And I can tell you so many more examples of that. Like I didn't wear shorts for over a decade because a boy in eighth yes. grade said, you have cellulite. And then I was super yep. self-conscious of having a, I'm Bulgarian, like sisters got some hairy situations going on. And I had a yes. little mustache by the age of, I don't know, young. And this guy yeah. in, in one of my Bible studies actually, and like, gosh, second grade was like, oh, you have a mustache. I'm like pointed that out. So then I was always subconscious of hair and my mom let me start shaving mm-hmm. at a young age. And it's like all of those yep. things came from other people. It's giveaway time. Lola, listen. Listen, Lola. Do you want to win a free coaching session with me? As in an hour of brainstorming strategy, whatever your little heart desires, you can win this month only. Head on over to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show on iTunes and hit that subscribe button. Leave a written review. Screenshot that review and then post it in your Instagram stories. You have to tag me at Stephanie Gass and hashtag the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and I will get you entered to win a free coaching session. You can also choose a course of your choice, and the next three runners up are gonna win a With God She Rises daily journal. So um, free stuff, literally so many opportunities to win, and guess what? Not that many people have entered. So hurry, go, 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 do it, do it, do it. Your chances are better than you think. And it's going to take you literally less than 60 seconds. I will see you in the coaching session. Maybe if you win. So, yes. oh yeah. And, and the healing process for me, I think I did recognize it. Like you said, you know, okay, this belief isn't reality. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't ever remember, and I'm very spiritual. I don't ever remember like saying to God, like, help me love myself. I don't remember that being a big piece of my healing process, but I can see how that would have gotten me to the end goal a lot faster, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to pray over that. And the other component for me was I would reframe the belief, like talk about all the reasons I love my legs and all the benefits of having, you know, a size small A slash B boobs. Like I can go to Zumba with just one sports bra now, you know, (laughs) it seems silly, but it's those simple or like my legs. I love my legs because they allow me to walk and play with my kids and I can feel strong and I can run. And what if I didn't have these amazing legs and like kind of thinking of it in a new way, because that's why God gave me these body parts, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's about the purpose of your body not just like the way it looks. And if you think about it from like a practical standpoint, like you, well, okay. So in Ecclesiastes three eleven, 
it says he has made everything beautiful in its time. So that includes you. Yeah. Right. Like I think that so often we're just like, oh, okay. That means like flowers and the mountain and you know, like nature. No, Mm -hmm. everything. He said he made everything beautiful in its time. So while you may not feel like your body looks beautiful, you are beautiful. Like I think that we get so focused on the way things look that we forget about like what it really is. Like, I think the fact that you have legs that can, yeah, let you run around with your kids and stand in general, walk around, like that's beautiful. The function even of your body is a beautiful thing. And I think we just obsess over perfecting something that's not even made to be perfect that we lose sight of what its true intention is even for. And I, I'm, I can feel that some women listening might be like, okay, but it's easy for someone who looks like you, Rebecca, to say, no, it's not about, you know, what you look like or right. whatever, because it's like you, you are good looking. So easy for you to have confidence. Sure. No, that's like another big lie that it's like, it's not easy for anyone because here's the thing. When you are close to the quote target of beauty that world has, you obsess over those like last few things and you feel like because you're like so close, you're that much more of a failure because you can't just figure out that last you know, like if you're running a marathon, it's like that last half mile, like you're yeah. so close. So like you have to get there and you have to get there and you control everything and you obsess over everything. And you like the amount of mental space that my self-consciousness used to take up was exhausting. I Ooh, wouldn't yeah. go out with, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go out with my friends unless I had time to like shave my legs first because I am, have of German heritage and I've got very hairy, I've got a hairy body. Okay. Hairy like sisters unite. Harry, we got you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and some of my friends are like, oh, like, mom, gross. I haven't shaved my legs in so long. And I'm like, dude, I can't even see your leg hair. Like, do not come right. to me with complaining about that, like whatever. <laughs> and so like, I wouldn't go out with people if, unless I had the time to shower, shave my wow. legs, like do my hair, make sure like all these things. And then so what would that do? That would prevent me from spending time with friends and from like being an influence in the world. And so many women don't show up in their business because they're like, I don't look good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no what one, okay, happen? here's, here's, yeah, yeah, it's like newsflash. Nobody yeah. listens to my podcast because of the way I look. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like maybe some creepy dudes, but it's like, I don't want them to be listening to my podcast. So it's like, it's not about that. Like focus on your your message, mm-hmm. not the way you look like the right people are going to, to love you for what you're doing, not what you look like doing it. And Ugh. so that's another lie that keeps us small. I think this is such a key point here because perfection, in my opinion, is actually just a complete lie. I think that, and I'm really trying to normalize this with the content that I use on social, I show up as my true self. Like I always have my gray hairs. I joke about, you know, I need to like shave my toes or my hairs or my eyebrows are crazy today. And like, I call it wingding hair. And the funny thing is when I started embracing imperfection, quote unquote, all these women started showing up the same as me. Like, oh, well, if Stephanie can come on and still talk about content with her mom bun and she doesn't care and she doesn't have makeup on today, 
I guess I can too. It was like this permission slip to yep. just mm-hmm. be authentically you. And especially as moms, I'm like, you got to twist it if you think I'm putting on my makeup every day to come talk to you guys on a live video. Like, don't look at me, listen to me, like just hear me pour into you today. And I think when I let mm-hmm. go of that ideal that we had to show up looking a certain way, it was so liberating for me. And then I, now I am on like this mission of like anti-perfection because I think that is not what God created. He created a bunch of imperfect human beings and that makes up his perfect world. Like we can't all look the same. We can't all act the same. We can't all have the same level of success in our businesses. We don't have the same passions. Like we're all created so uniquely. And that is what beauty really is. Like that's where I'm at. I'm like, perfection is just such a lie. Well, right. And and like, thank God that we don't all have the same passion, right? Because then everyone would be talking about, you know, what that passion and, yeah. and how boring. Right. Totally. And, and so I think also one of the big lies that I realized during that recovery part of my life was everyone has their own idea of what perfect looks like. And you will never meet everyone's definitions because they're conflicting. Yep. So this guy who I was dating thought that, you know, women who basically like Kim Kardashian type of body types were like the most attractive body type. Okay. Right. Well, that's not true of ever. Like not everyone is attracted to that type of body type. And so instead of me trying to force myself to be something that I'm not, I was like, why don't I just be who I am and attract someone who's into that? Because then I don't have to like force myself to fit into a box that I was never designed to fit into. Mm-hmm. And the same is true with your business and the type of clients that you're attracting. Like, do you actually want to build a business where you feel like you have to show up with a full face of makeup, hair done, whatever, in order for your people to like you? Probably not. If you build a business like that, you're going to feel trapped by it. You're not going to feel free. That's really, really key. I hope you guys are hearing that. It's show up as you authentically are and how you were created and the passions you have. And then those people come like stop trying yes. to show up for a certain type of person. Cause at the end of the day, that's not going to be your person. And then you're going to be resentful. No. You're not going to like, I used to do a YouTube channel and I was very businessy, did the hair and makeup. And those people that would follow me were like business dudes. And I'm like, ah, like this isn't the right market. This isn't my avatar, but it's because I, I was showing up in this fake way that wasn't really who I am. Yep. The way you thought you had to in order to be successful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there, it's so many different levels of ways that it can go wrong, but I think the freedom in realizing it doesn't have to be perfect is that what you think is perfect, someone else is going to find a problem with. But then on the flip side, what you think is just like thrown together, like, well, whatever, this is just me. Someone else is going to see that and be like, that is perfect and amazing and awesome. And I love it. I know. So it's like, so cool. It's so awesome. Like it's actually really freeing when it's like, I can just be myself and somebody out there is going to think it's great. And those are the people you want. (laughs) Heck yeah. Let your weird flag fly, you know, just you be you. I, I was talking to a client the other day and she was like, I'm scared of being too woo-woo, you know, because she's into crystals and all of that. And I was like, girl, let your weird woo fly because you're going to attract the right woo human to you. Like you need to just step into your truth. So 
Such a yes. good message. I love it. Last yeah. question, Rebecca. If there's something you could tell yourself like five years ago when you were in that dark spot, what would you have said? Mm-hmm. Like older Rebecca whispering to <laughs> where you were at in that moment. I would have said, hold on, because I got to a point. So I was working through all of that stuff and I was getting to a really good place, but I was also getting really tired and really lonely. And then I started dating a guy who like wasn't really a Christian, but I want, I still wanted that validation and I wanted that attention and affection. And so I ended up dating him for like four years getting engaged and I just broke off that engagement like six months ago. And so now I'm like in this new place of like, okay, you got to get back to this road that you were on, but you got distracted for a long time. And I'm thankful for all the lessons that I learned in that season. Yep. And I don't regret that, but it's like when you are going through pain and when you have chosen to turn that pain into like purposeful growth, hold on to it, get all the way through it. Like don't stop halfway because God is not going to let you skip that lesson. Like he's going to bring you back to that lesson until you learn it. And sometimes it takes you like three or four times. Like, you know, those people who always seem to be like in one bad relationship after the next or like they keep like stumbling over the same block. It's like, yeah, because God's trying to teach you something. Right. And if you're going through it, let him use it to his fullest purpose because he's going to grow you so much through that pain if you let him, but he's not going to force it on you. So if I were to go back, I would say, Rebecca, you are on such a good path. Hold on, stay the course and trust that God has something better in store for you than you can see in front of you right now. It's almost like you're going back to that verse you said earlier, like everything will be made beautiful in its time, even your relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's really great advice. Yep. Well, where can everybody find you? Come learn more about your show and connect with you. Yes. Yeah, so I am on Instagram. It's at Rebecca Biggie, which my first name and last name are spelled like super <laughs> weird and fun. I'm like, thanks mom and dad. Like, first of all, my last name is Biggie. And then you choose to name me Rebecca and spell it like the Bible. So like I have to explain every part of my name. So I'll spell it for I'm sure you guys. Yeah. <laughs> on the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then my podcast is Confidently She, and that is on iTunes, Spotify. That's that's on all the places. So, and then I also am a body image and body confidence coach. So if this is something that you're in and you're like, I need accountability, like I know I want to do this, but like I don't know how, that's what I I help women walk through that journey with God. So that's her jam, girls. That is my jam. I've been through it. (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you so much, my friend. This has been awesome. Yes, this is wonderful. Thank you, Stephanie. I hope you guys loved that interview as much as I loved recording it. Rebecca is such a blessing to us all. And her message is just so necessary. I think as women and mothers, we just have such a pressure and internal struggle that we deal with when it comes to loving ourselves and showing up as God intended and as God created us to be versus what society tells us we should be, look like, act like. And I'm all about claiming that imperfection and stepping into your truth. So I want to pray over you that if you are struggling with image, with body image, with 
feeling inadequate or that your business isn't good enough or that you don't know enough to be successful or that you're not worthy of blank money, love, all those things that you drop to your knees and that God will surround you and cover you in purpose, in confidence, and in his light. I pray that he can clear your mind of these limiting beliefs and fuel your heart with purpose, with passion, and with love that starts with you, with loving you, that God can kindly push you to relationships that are going to fill you and fuel you, and that he can help guide you in the right direction to living your most complete, purposeful life. I am wrapping you up in a big hug, sending you so much love. As always, until next time, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Soap, leave a review. Pretty please. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.